This is as groovy as it gets. Oprah, can you hear me? Oprah vs. Donald 2020 is a conversation by Julie Benetti and Susan Barbro and a production of EI Alliance. Copyright 2020. America is courtesy of New Threads off their album, Felonious Roma. Hello. Hi, Susan. Hi, Julie. And welcome Everybody who's listening, this is Susan Barbro and Julie Benetti, and we're continuing our podcast on Donald J. Trump versus Oprah. But really, now it's just <laughs> talking about Trump. <laughs> and I told Julie that she had to just let me start this because I'm bringing her right back on the bus of uncertainty, and she's going to come on it with me. And who in their right mind would ever agree to sit on the bus of uncertainty? <laughs> but you did. <laughs> so the- let, me, let me just say one thing, because that question you just asked, who in their right mind yeah. would agree to sit on the bus of uncertainty? That's a loaded question in so many ways. And go ahead. <laughs> Well, actually, the truth of the matter is, is that you do it every day. (laughs) You can't get off. It's like saying, I'm going to, you know, step off the edge of the planet. It just ain't happening unless you get in a rocket ship and somehow you can meander out of this, this planet. Um, And so the, but the thing is, I, I texted Julie after our last podcast, because we've been doing these podcasts and really looking at the, uh, presidential um uh his press conferences and Mm -hmm. seeing what uh what he's using what he's been using all along these 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 12 principles that we uh julie actually picked them out out of our book and we highlighted them and um and he's been using them and we keep we keep referring to them um and you know so it's kind of interesting and um really to me the biggest all of these that makes you either follow them or open to them or not is uncertainty. I think that's like the, I was, I think I texted you. It's the crux of life (laughs) is, you know, people strive for some, you know, control and certainty and they want to know what's going to happen and they want to know the, the meaning of life and they want to know what's going to happen next week. They go to a psychic or whoever can tell them what is going to happen and they will, desperately seek it out and I think it's because nobody or let me rephrase it most people don't like to be in uncertainty and I think that is the biggest issue that we as a society as a species um, struggle with and I think it's it warrants like going a little bit deeper not any deeper than the the principle that we we brought up well Mm. And, and, you know, it's funny, this aligns completely with what is going on out there, because there's been huge commentary on how Generation Z feels they're in limbo. I mean, how many of us feel like we're in limbo? Mm. And that is that a definition of uncertainty? And if we start mm. to undefine and redefine or loosely define or start choosing other terminology, asking why we feel the way we feel and what it really means you know, can have very 
interesting and vibrational, you know, solutions to, to how we move forward and how we just live. And in the sense of, you know, un- uncertainty, you know, we, we're all faced with, you know, incredibly ambiguous situations and information and have to make decisions and have to decide if we want to take risks or not. And, you know, we have to make choices. And, you know, it's, it's funny you threw in psychics because, you know, we, we throw some tarot cards, yeah. we do some other things. And, you know, to me, you know, the tarot cards and things like that are tools where you can access a deeper knowing from yourself. And, and that's what I've always found them to be. But yes, other people do go and, you know, I tell me what my future is going to be. And, you know, we can all, deter- you know, we can go in many different routes with this and looking at, you know, uncertainty. And what if, you know, that's the new normal and always has been, you know, what happens? Then? You know what I find when, when I look at this and I, I find the most challenging for myself, when we talk about uncertainty, because I understand what we're saying. I mean, we're having this conversation and, and I, I'm always saying to myself, I have to be honest with myself. And so I'm being honest and I'm being vulnerable. I think I always kind of ask those questions because if I'm thinking them, then other people have to be thinking them. And Mm -hmm. part of the uncertainty that I find challenging is I can live in uncertainty for many reasons. I've been in it in my life majority of the time. And, um, and, and this is going to relate to what we spoke about on a previous podcast when we talked about the power of positive thinking. And we decided and we described for the listeners that we're, we're not talking, you know, about candy and, you know, flowers and the sun. <laughs> we're talking about really being clear in what you want and where you're going. And, and that's, that's, that's the power of positive thinking. It's really the, the power of thinking. We could take out positive because that's what's kind of been, you know, made fun of or, or really, you know, taken to a, a weird extreme outside. But Hey, Susan, do you remember when Trump meant you throwing down one of those special cards in the oh, game of yeah. whist? Yeah, I do. <laughs> now it takes on a whole new meaning, huh? It does. And so in our Trump book that we wrote, How Trump Wins, we really look at the cool aspect of the energy, all personalities aside. Mm-hmm. And that's something that nobody else does. But we did, and it's actually kind of interesting. How Trump Wins on Amazon. Get the scoop on the energy with us. If you are having fun listening to us, you can email us at energeticinvocations at gmail.com. If you want us to do a book reading, to come out and do a talk, it would be both me and Julie, and we're in the Boston area. Unless you want to pay expenses, energeticinvocations at gmail.com. Feel free to email us. We're here. Um, Mm. The power of thinking is when... I want to do something, whatever it is, and I make a decision that this is what I'm going to do and this is what is going to occur. And I can sit down and I can plan out the steps, whatever it is. I got my CPA, I got my acupuncture, I'm going to do it and this is how. And the all, you know, the the roadblocks come up and I'm like, I'll figure it out, I'll figure it out. And I can work very well in that scenario. Now, when you mm-hmm. throw in the uncertainty, and I know, and, and so I, I'm going to figure out how to say this, so because um, I've got so much to, to say in this regard, but f- 
there's a point in time and you decide what you're going to do. And then it feels like you're waiting and you, and, and because and we've said this in certain ways and you and I've had this conversation and I don't know how it's going to go for other people to hear it because you'll know what I'm talking about, but there's a time when the energy has to set up things for you. You put out there what you want to do and then you have to do something else and lo and behold, it, it shows up. And you know, we, you, you talk about putting things on the back burner. That doesn't mean you're not doing it. It means that it's just going in the back burner because there's nothing right now to do. It's like cooking a sauce. You put it all together and then you got to let it sit and it just has to, to, you know, all the seasonings and flavors all need to kind of blend in and then you can add whatever you want to it. But there's a point in time where there's nothing you can do. You have to just uh, let it be. And I, f I said this also in the earlier podcast that I feel like I'm in a holding pattern, pattern myself for there's probably six things that I'm hoping to do and, and resolve. And I can't seem to get anything to move at the moment. And that's the time when you have to sit back and you can't do anything. You just can't do anything. You have to do something else. And then that is when uncertainty, at least for me, feels the worst because it's there and I feel like I'm not doing anything. I feel like I'm not moving towards that goal. And the best description mm. I can give of it is if you're an athlete and you want to run the marathon and you just went out and you just ran 10 miles and then the next day comes and it's one of those days you're supposed to not run, you know, you take, you know, take breaks, certain days you take breaks and it's like, ah, I should be out running because I should be training. I should be getting, but you're not supposed to. It's the best thing is for you not to do it. And I think when, when it's that occurs and there's a prolonged uh, period of time, I think that is when uncertainty starts to really gnaw at you. For, I'm saying so me personally, it, so. So, you know, where this slides in into the Oprah and the, the Trump podcast and the, the presidential press conference and things going on. And we've talked about in our books about President Trump and how he is just a master in uncertainty and what we've seen and how we direct the, the science principles. And when we were talking about the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, and we've done this before, we were discussing it in the last podcast based in, you know, looking at... Um, the press conferences and what's occurring and, and uncertainty and, and how we get into feeling. I, I kind of look at it in a different way. Cause you know, as you were talking, I, the a funny thing about uncertainty is tomorrow, you know, there's uncertainty too, and I could win the lottery and that's a really good uncertainty. Mm -hmm. If I don't play, you could say I wouldn't win, but somebody could give me a ticket and I could win. So there's another uncertainty. And so I'm not, I'm not getting into the positive and negative of uncertainty, but generically, if uncertainty takes on a flavor that is, that is, I don't know how else to say it, that is quote unquote, you know, uh, too spicy for all of us or not, you know, for certain people, or it, it makes you feel in a limbo. I mean, it's you doing that. And, and I think, 
you know, I've, I've really like dived into a lot of stuff about uncertainty from the science aspect, also from when we researched and looked to see what, try mm-hmm. to figure out what Donald Trump was doing and then realized so many, so many questions that are asked him are based in certainty. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and it's funny because, you know, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, and that's in the new thing that I'm writing too, but that's okay. That's not a new phrase. Yet, you know, you can look at the past and say, well, this didn't occur, sure. that didn't occur, that didn't occur. Well, that's great. You can make that judgment, but that's ridiculous because you weren't in the space of uncertainty. You're using different information. And I think one of the really cool things to think about and something that I've absorbed in, in my own research is that, you know, your, your body is kind of in the present moment. We're talking about the Heisenberg uncertainty principle. You can only be certain of where we are or where we're going. So your body's kind of here and present. And you and I have these conversations mm-hmm. on and off about the do situation mm-hmm. rather than the be situation. Well, your mind can be anywhere. And so your mind can be all over the place. And, you know, you can worry. And, you know, I, I want to also like, just highlight, you know, the biological, when we think about, you know, how we beat ourselves up by what we do with what our mind, I mean, there's a truth to that too, biologically, you know, worry takes its toll on, it's been shown in science. I don't need to prove anything. I've just, right. you know, seen right. it, read right. it, things we... I understand. And so what is really worry? And if you're, that's kind of balling up uncertainty and trying to make bread out of it. And if you're looking at all the permutations, sure, you can do a math problem and you can figure out all the possible permutations that occur. But is that really, you know, being where you are or where you're going? So you just completely described exactly why uncertainty makes people do what they do. Exactly. And so if your body is in the present moment and you can't be anywhere else and your mind is all over the place, and that's why you know, traditionally, this has been said, quote, unquote, that it's so difficult to meditate. You know what, you sit in a chair for a couple seconds, you you be comfortable, you just relax yourself, relax, whatever, I'm not giving a guided lesson on it. But you know, all these little things are quote, unquote, spells, is that really what you're going to believe? Your mind, you can do anything and create anything with your mind, if you call it back, so you both become one in the present moment. I mean, there's the I am, that, you know, Neville Goddard talks about, that that uh, Norman Vincent Peale kind of, you know. But, in, we're, a, but we're a society that... of doers. So I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. <laughs> I'm always the advocate. I'm always well, advocating for the one who's who is the doer. And so when you li- so you have to so, develop a new mindset before you can even address the uncertainty. So I have, so I haven't finished because then there's, there's a problem. So not even jumping into what to do. So that, that then if, you know, you kind of incorporate your own infinity and your presence and your awareness into the moment you start to, I mean, the actual doing becomes the being that's the only activity at hand. And so when, when it's described that, you know, okay, we're in limbo or we're waiting, or is that really so the, the truth? Qu- is that really the truth? So I agree with you. The doing becomes the being. And that is what I'm trying to say for people. to. There's a, there's a whole new mindset to, to embrace that. And that, at least I can say in my lifetime, that's not, if I, that's not what you hear. That's not what 90% of people hear. Mm. And, and, Mm. you know, who's listening to this podcast? Is it the 90%? Is it 10%? Is it 40%? I have no idea. But what I do know is that 
if you know, because I'm always, I, I'm very much, you know, a methodical person. You know, it was my part of it was my training going in, and what's the system? Where are the breakdowns in the system? Where's the the strength in the system? And where do we have holes? And when we talk about this, that's what I see as the hole. And you know, in all honesty, you and I did a lot of this work. That's why, you know, you go and you're you're off and running. And I hear you. We did the work. We and we documented it, and we did the book, um, Energetic Invocations, which you, which is the funniest thing because you, I don't want to say made because you'll kill me, but you you really defined. We're going to write it, and I was just like, no, let's just talk. I want to go through this. I want to figure this out, and and I'm glad that we did document it because I can go back myself and say, oh, wait a second, I know this, so I can't turn around. But I think. There's that that's part of the huge gap out there that Trump can be and he uses his mind to 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 go to where you want to go. Because because, like you said, you can either be sure of where you are or where you're going. And when you're not sure of where you Mm -hmm. are, so people go to where they're going to be. And that's an open, you know, open ended because it's an uncertainty there's your fear. There's all of that. And, and, and if you mm. can't embrace, I'm agreeing with you that the embracing is, mm. is just being where you are and knowing where you're going to be, but you've got to be, you've got to be okay with where you are. And I think that is a huge missing piece of the puzzle for most people. They're not comfortable mm. where they are. And and it's it's evident, you know, you just gave a great little tiny, like, you know, caption synopsis of if you look at any part of a press conference, no matter what question is asked, I mean, you just gave a great synopsis of what the environment is, where President Trump is, and even the questions asked, I mean, he turns around and he's, he'll answer the question, he doesn't answer the question, he moves from the question, and I'm not talking about that as being the important mm-hmm. activity. I'm talking about look at the the emphasis on uncertainty it is uncertain and everybody wants right some, wants to hear something and this is yes. a ge- generalization and there's a truth to it everybody wants to hear i'm okay but they don't want to tell themselves mm. that and why wouldn't you want to tell yourselves that and you know funny you know you can worry about everything and you can and i you know i diligently practice you know lots of different things to to get to a space of clarity and you know letting go is really a prerequisite for receiving anything and so if i'm filled with worry and tension and anxiety and limbo and i'm waiting and i'm waiting and i'm not i'm full how can i so i'm gonna give away one thing and so you can't edit this out (laughs) so you know the book that we wrote was donald j trump do you stand with him? Who does he stand with? I mean, because it's, it's actually italicized. Who does he stand with? And that wasn't a mistake on our part. The, the goal mm-hmm. of really is someone reads this and they realize that who does he stand with? He stands with himself. He, mm. you know, the cheese stands alone, you know, it's the, he stands with himself and it's not a screw you. He doesn't care about anyone. I don't think he cares about anyone. I think he cares about himself, but I don't think he doesn't care about anyone. You know, I think it's, it's, you know, he's doing what he does and whatever anyone else gets is not about him. 
it's kind of like I got to take care of myself and, you know, and, you know, you could take that however you want. But that was what we we titled the book. And there was a reason Mm -hmm. for it. And it's because he stands Mm -hmm. for himself. And whether you like it or not, I'm going to go out on the limb and say we should all do that for ourselves. We should all stand with ourselves. Because if we can stand with ourselves and be good to ourselves, then we can all come together and we can help each other. Hey, it's Julie here, and we have to do this interruption really quick because we only have a couple of seconds because we're interrupting some good content, wouldn't you say? I'd say. And what are we interrupting for? That was too long of a gasp. We're interrupting to say we have ebooks, books, and podcasts galore. It's a big reveal, folks. Susan does have a deck of tarot cards. Danny, you have one. And I have one, too. And when you utilize tarot cards, you get yourself into the energy. And our writing is in that vibe as well. And, of course, our podcast. And we do not read tarot cards like everyone else does. We look at them and we do something completely different. And that is what we think everybody can do. And that's where all of our stuff stems from, is doing the work yourself and getting to that space where you can do it and there's podcasts that we have that are free there's a lot of ebooks that are almost free people are looking for this there's fiction and there's non-fiction we got it all if you wear special crystals as jewelry connect with nature to recharge yourself put love intentions in your baking for family and friends you could be called a witch That may be funny to hear, but not if you get to know Endra. Endra is a witch like none other. Find her story in the Endra scripts, Anecdotes of a Modern Day Witch. There are 10 plays dabbling in tarot, Reiki, I Ching, aliens, quantum physics, and a whole lot more. There is romance, intrigue, spells, and a very cool kind of magic. The Endra scripts, available now on Amazon. If you can't help yourself, mm. how can you conceivably help anybody? Right. And that, that comes, that goes into the whole charity yeah, thing that we I started know. to <laughs> talk about before that, that, you know, I'm not going to push you into. And, you know, the, the interesting thing is here, you, you go right for the, Hey, we should all, and, and I agree with you, but I'm not going to yeah, tell I anyone know. what to do. I would just ask the question, who do you stand with? I mean, you could stand with, you know, Tom or, or Joe or Charlie down the street if you want to. Sure, go ahead. But do you stand mm-hmm. with yourself? I mean, and if you don't, you, I mean, wow, what if you don't, person? And, then and, when you say you're standing with anyone, what does that mean? I don't even know what that would mm-hmm. mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I make plenty of mistakes. I'll be the first to admit it. I make a few, actually. No. <laughs> But I stand by by who I am. I always say to my kids, you know, you do your best. You make a decision and you stick with it. That's what your decision is. And if you you spill milk, well, you got to go and clean it up. You go, you know, you make a decision, you stand by it. You do it. If you make a mistake, you do your best. You fix it. You're responsible. But you don't sit there and, and, and whine or beat yourself up. You, you know, clean the spilt milk, get on and you keep moving on. But you always got to, if you don't stand by yourself, if you don't, like I said, if you don't, you know, stand by yourself, stand for yourself, really, it's for, how can you stand for anything or anyone? I, I, that doesn't even, it logically doesn't make sense to me. I mean, and so the, so this, if you take that and you, you, you know, 
put that over the whole idea of uncertainty. I, I don't know. And, uh, and you know, I, I, I'm just going to go full throttle in here because, you know, change happens. Face it, change happens. It's in science. It's in everything. You wake up in the morning, you, you look, I'm looking outside my window and the trees have buds on them and, you know, it's in the seasons, it's replicated in nature. You know, I could go on and on. Change happens. It happens. That's a present tense word. And so when uncertainty occurs, you know, combine it with change, combine it with everything, but don't combine it with fear. That's a challenge. You want to combine it with fear, then you're going to send yourself, you know, pivoting into worry, pivoting into limbo. I'm just waiting here. What am I doing? And, and why, you know, most of us go and turn around and beat mm -hmm. up on ourselves. Why do we do that? And, you know, this leads to a whole bunch of questions that you could start to ask. And yet, when you look at the Heisenberg uncertainty principle and you want to see it's simply presented in these press conferences and any of these principles that we mentioned that are so useful to deal with energy. And, you know, I said we were going to take in our Kabbalion podcast, we're going to look at Kabbalion and me. Mm. And yet any of these principles we could direct mm -hmm. internally and utilize them for ourselves so intensely. And why wouldn't we? So, why wouldn't we? And you know, no, finish. Oh, so uh, yeah, go ahead. I think when I look at uncertainty and I, and I want to apply the principle and take into consideration all that we've said, there's a part of me that feels like if you use these principles, the rest, all 12 of them, it, whatever decision you use to which, whatever one, and you're able to, cr to create your own mindset and your thought patterns. I've come to realize that whatever occurs in my life, whatever occurs, I can deal with it. I can deal with it at that point in time, whatever. I can deal with it. And, and I don't mean like I'm strong and nothing bothers me. It means to get through something we cannot, we, we, we will get the resources that we need to get through anything good, bad, and different and to achieve whatever you choose to achieve. I know that to my core. So therefore I can live in uncertainty because I can't plan for everything. You know, people sit there and I saw a thing on Facebook, someone, it, it was some woman on a beach showing people how to get out of quicksand. And I'm thinking, wow, there really is an answer for everything. <laughs> Anything that you could come up with, there's an answer. <laughs> so, I mean, if you can start to embrace that, you can start to at least not just know that you, you'll deal with whatever comes up with uncertainty. Did I throw you off with that quicksand example? <laughs> Yeah, because there was something really poignant I was going to say, you know, that's okay. Um, you know, it's funny. But, okay, yeah, right. So that's funny, quicksand and, okay, the quicksand, yeah. the times, of, you know, you think about the quicksand little dial, mm -hmm. the old soap opera stuff. And I was actually going mm -hmm. right into time because, you know, the relevancy of all this, and mm. you think of Einstein, you think of anything, or don't even think about science. You know the past occurred. Mm -hmm. You can't really change it. Okay, if, you know, I'm going to just do a little okay. promotion here. If you're a writer, you could, you know, <laughs> rewrite stuff, whatever. But really, 
the past you can't change. You know, you can try to be suggestive about stuff and try to change people's mm-hmm. ideas or what you present, but really you can't change the past. The future is it really here yet? If all time is one, you know, what really exists is the present moment. And when you're in the present moment, if uncertainty is there, well, here's a really cool question to ask. Maybe it's a really cool tool for you to utilize, to propel yourself into whatever you want in the here and now, as well as going on further. Wouldn't that be cool? Thank you for listening to this production from EI Alliance. Check out our Amazon authors pages for books and podcasts along with our Donald Trump and Oprah books for this series. Find great music by New Threads on iTunes, Spotify, and on newthreads.us.